Welcome back, boys and girls. The Pick Your Poison, the Bowl Pick Your Poison podcast. Bowl season is here. Holiday are, edition. Holiday edition. Let me be the first to wish everyone a very happy holidays, a very Merry Christmas, and a Happy New Year. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You used the C word. Oh, uh, Christmas? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Holiday it's, season. It's sorry, fine. It's, sorry. It's fine here on this year podcast. My less progressive uh, Pick host. your poison. We are back with the bowl season. We're running through every single bowl game, giving you a winner for every single game on the bowl slate. All 40 bowls. This is also a two-for-one special for you addicts out there. We could release a two-hour podcast right now, but... We know you addicts would just listen to that in the first day. So oh, you chomp through the bitch. You might put it at one and a half speed to get through your lunch break to get through the whole thing. But we're going to split it into two parts. We're going to go through the entire slate of bowls all the way through the December 28th college football championship, college football semifinals. That'll be the first half of the podcast, the first release. That'll be your that'll be your little fixin. That'll be a good little taste of the podcast. Then we'll drop the second half. The, the big bowl games, the uh, New Year's Six and the National Championship. When do we plan on dropping that? So that'll be sometime next week. I'd say maybe Wednesday, Thursday of next week. Sometime after Christmas. It'll, it'll be before that Sunday. That Monday slate of games. Yeah, yes. before that Monday slate of games. It'll be while, while you're watching uh, your fantasy team lose its final game of the season or lose its championship It'll round. be there for you sad fucks that are having to work on the 27th. Yes, but we are here. We've found our locks. And we are here to give them to you, our loyal listeners here, for your Christmas holiday. So, I guess we'll go right into our first game. Let me emphasize this to everyone. The Bahamas Bowl, our first game, 2 p.m. on ESPN Friday. Buffalo versus Charlotte. Charlotte, six and a half point favorite. This is my biggest lock of the year. We're starting all out. We're starting all out with an absolute lock. We have some very big inside sources here. The game is played at Thomas Robinson's National Stadium. It's a track and field stadium in the Bahamas. What I'm telling you here is five unit play on whoever is on the western sideline. It's the stadium side with the bowl, with the red seats at the 50-yard line. Whoever gets that side, second half, five-unit play. I don't care what the line is. They don't anticipate this. This is some knowledge from someone who uh, coached in two games there. The sun is so hot there, and you're so close to the equator, and this game is at 1 p.m. The second half, you're saying that sun, that Bahamian sun, for four and a half hours, and it will drain your energy Every team who goes down their second half, who's on the eastern sideline, gets blown out in the second half. They're boiling. They're boiling, boiling in the second half. So it's either Buffalo or Charlotte. Whoever gets the red seats behind the 50-yard line, bet them five units second half as soon as that line is available. I'm telling you, hammer them. The sun is too much for either team to endure, and especially if it's Buffalo, that might be a 10-unit play. Hammering against him on Charlotte. We'll but, we'll we'll be tweeting that out. So because that, that's a lot that's a lot to follow to see before the game. Follow us on Twitter at Pick Poison Pod. We'll be tweeting it out all game. Say hey, this is the play. This is the play. It's a huge play. It's a huge advantage for the team that's on the other sideline. So it's gonna be hot as shit there. Bulls Mafia will be there. I'm assuming they're gonna be cold as shit up in up in Buffalo. So Charlotte's gonna, first game too. So it might be the best crowd in that game bowl game's history. Yeah. All we're saying is. 
hammer whoever has the prevailing sideline on the western side, and you'll be able to tell because it'll be red seats behind them. Guys, do you have the input on no, this? No, I mean that's the play of the game. That's the play of the century. That's an incredible inside tip here. That's the only kind of that's the kind of inside tips you get from the Pick Your Poison podcast. We will tweet it out, like I said. We'll tweet the side out. We'll let everyone know. But make sure you're following along with us uh, come game day. We'll move into the next game, the same same day on Friday, tomorrow, or I guess today if you're listening to it, the Frisco Bowl, 7.30 kickoff on ESPN2, Kent State versus Utah State, Utah State minus 7, over under 67. So if, if y'all haven't been following along, the Utah State quarterback and running back two days ago got charged with possession of marijuana uh, in their car. So they're, they're, they may or may not be playing in this game. It's definitely going to be controversial. I, I'm not entirely sure what's going to happen. Definitely wait until right before the game, see what their status is. If they're playing, I love Utah State here. Their quarterback's going to be a definitely top three-round draft pick. He's This is his last game. He's leaving as a junior, which is rare for a Utah State team. But I like Utah State. If they're playing, obviously, if, if not, I'm going to take Kent State. But if they're playing, I'm assuming they're playing. As of now, they're eligible. So I'm going to take Utah State here. Um, so I, I, I like Kent State here. They haven't been to a bowl in a while, four or five years, if I, uh, my memory uh, is correct. And so I really, I really like the motivation angle here, and that's kind of like what I'm about in bowl season because it's it is hard to pour through all the data. It's impossible for us experts to go through every game and put give the detail that we normally do. But so I, I what I say to my customers is pick some angles that you like and stick to that because I think over the 40 games that you're going to bet on, that it's going to pay off. So I like the motivation angle here by Kent State, their first bowl game in five years. Pullman? Yeah, uh, I love Utah State here, regardless who plays. I love that conference. I love the team. Utah traveling down to Texas will show up. Kent State might show up a little, but uh, a lot smaller fan base. You know how it is in Utah. Maybe all those Mormons, they don't have to drink. They'll show up wherever. They hate their families. But uh, I like Utah State here, minus six in the hook. Definitely wait until you see what the what the marijuana possession charges come out with, though. They might be in jail by them. Yeah, that's a classic bag man thing to know about marijuana charges popping up. But Yeah, uh, my big drug the, guy. Half of the players that I drop bags on are, are dealing with marijuana charges, so i got to make sure I'm dropping bags in the right places. So uh, next game, we got the New Mexico Bowl, Central Michigan versus San Diego State. San Diego State, a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Bagman, who do you have? Yeah, so this game is in Albuquerque, which people forget is at a higher altitude than Denver. It is way up there in the in the mountains. So neither one of these teams have ever really played at that kind of altitude. So I'm going to take the under, especially the second half under when they're very exhausted after having to breathe that the light oxygen up there. I'm taking the full game under, but definitely the second half under. Full game under 41 is my play. I'm going to take the second half under whenever it comes out, whatever it is. They're going to be exhausted by the time that comes around playing at altitude. Also, I think we might be a couple meteorologists here because I also have a weather play here. Uh, So right now in Albuquerque, it is in Arizona or New Mexico. New Mexico, New Mexico Bowl. The New Mexico Mexico, Bowl is in New Mexico. Yeah, well, that, that remains to be seen. But believe it or not, right now it is 28 degrees in Albuquerque. That is Celsius or Fahrenheit? uh, That's Fahrenheit, as far as my sources tell me. So I think Central Michigan is equipped for this. I think San Diego State's soft. Central Michigan strong. I'm just I'm just going dumb brain. I'm taking Central Michigan plus three and a half. Pullman. Yeah, you know I love the Mountain West Conference this year. I'm gonna roll with San Diego State. I thought they had a real shot if they'd won a a few more little coin flip games to really compete with Memphis for the. 
Cotton Bowl this year. I like them getting our surrendering three and a half points. Over under is interesting at forty one points here. I guess Vegas really doesn't think either team will score going on your point, but I, I think San Diego San Diego State will be able to hold on and make this game ugly and win by about seven. But that's what I have. So I like that. I like that pick. I like that pick. We're going to move into our next game. Our next game, the Boca Raton Bowl on Saturday. SMU versus FAU. A little bit weird. Uh, FAU is playing in their home stadium, which I don't know. That might be a good thing. That might be a bad thing. Usually bowl teams like to travel and go see the rest of this country. So I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm taking FAU here. Lane Kiffin has coached his team up all year. It doesn't even matter that he's not there to coach him up for this bowl game. He's got his team prepared. He's the best coach in the nation. I'm taking FAU plus three here in the Boca Raton Bowl. So once again, I'm going to situational spot here. FAU's playing at home. Their coach left them. They got Willie Taggart. Great coach, though. Whatever. Fuck Taggart. Um, no, no, no. Lane Kiffin, I mean. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Kiffin, great coach. Taggart, fuck Taggart. I don't but, think he's coaching this game, though, which is a good thing. Yeah, yeah. No, so, so they have some scrub co- coaching them, backup, who Lane has not already hired. SMU's had a great season. They're fired up. What, they have 10 wins now. Trying to get to eleven win season. Mm-hmm. Which, big, big did season. they even bowl last year? No. No. Yeah, they've got the seeker, which is some badass fucking robot that throws uh, passes to the wide receivers. Mm. So I, I I like SMU here. I'll take uh I'll give give three points. Love SMU here. Yeah, uh, FAU didn't fill up, fill up that bowl for a conference championship game. They're not going to fill it up for a game with, against SMU after their coach left. SMU's got something to play for. Their coach's got something to play for. He's playing for a new contract at a FBS school next year. I love SMU here getting or giving up three, even though technically it'll be a road game. I don't think it'll be a hostile environment, uh, which leads us into our next game, the FBC Mortgage Cure Bowl. Liberty is playing Southern Georgia or Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern a five-point favorite. Bags. Yeah. So. This is another weird game for me. Liberty is playing in its first bowl game ever, ever, as a college really? football team. Yes, the first Liberty. They've only been a team for like three years, I'm pretty sure. And Hugh Freeze, the head coach, they haven't. the team hasn't quite figured out that he's a complete fraud and a complete loser. They're still playing up for him. It'll take at least one to two more years before they realize that he's a total sham. They're going to be playing up for him. I like Hugh Freeze in his first bowl game. He's still kind of, you know, Getting his players riled up with his pregame speeches. It'll be a year or two before they've heard it too many times. They won't. They won't get up for it. I'm taking Liberty here. Give me the plus five. I like them in their first bowl game ever. They're going to be lit more than Georgia Southern. Also, they've had a month to prepare for the triple option. Hugh, and Hugh Freeze beat the shit out of Georgia Southern when he was at in, in Oxford. Yes. So, so Hugh Freeze is prepared for a triple. And option. And he's prepared for a triple option in a bowl game against Georgia Tech in the Music yes. City Bowl. So and and, he, and he's and he's beaten the fuck out of those teams both times. So I, I think he he understands how to prep a team for that. If that was his first time against a triple option, I would be a little hesitant. But it's not. It's Liberty's first bowl game ever. I, I had originally put it in a while, but I didn't realize ever. And then also. Uh, Liberty's uh, quarterback, he goes by Buckshot Calvert. Woo! And uh, that's I not Freeze love that, that shit. That's not his God given name, but that's the one he's taken, and I fucking love that. Buckshot, yeah. I hardly know her. Yeah, so five, minus five, fuck it. I, I like that big of a spread. Yeah, You're I'll, actually, here. You're actually I'll, I'll take Liberty money line here. I'll take Liberty money line. Yeah, here. yeah, I, I would probably jump on that as well. So we got a consensus pick. Uh, Freeze always three and one bowl record. The only time he's ever lost when he let his team stay out all night partying. 
Uh, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, he won his first two bowl games at Ole Miss, and then they, then they gave up on him because he's a fucking loser, and they had given up on him. So the first bowl game for them, first bowl game for Hugh Freeze at Liberty. We're all taking Liberty. All I gotta that say, makes it a three-unit play for me. Last thing, fake Christian school, fake Christian coach. Bake your money on fake Christianity. Liberty getting five. Potential Liberty money line probably about plus 175. Oh, yeah. We'll go to the next game. A little uh, homestead almost. For Bagman himself, the Camilla Bowl. Camellia. F- Camellia Bowl. Camellia. Camellia. I hardly know her. FIU, Arkansas State. Arkansas State, a two-and-a-half-point favorite, over under 63. Bags, who you got? So, yeah, this is in my home state, so I got a nice read on this game. It's in Montgomery, not Mobile. So, But still, a I have A brief drive up 65. Yeah, a very quick two-and-a-half-hour drive up I-65. But I'm taking, I'm taking the uh, Howling Wolves here. FIU is shitty on the road, shitty outside the state of Florida. They beat Miami. That was in the state of Florida. They haven't won outside the state. I'm going to take Arkansas State here. Their coach, may his wife rest in peace, she died but via cancer early this year. His players are going to try to send this season out, send him out right this season. They're going to win big this this week against an FIU team that's pretty unmotivated. I mean, I understand what you're saying there, but I think it's I think this game's pretty simple. Cancer. I think, I, well, Fuck cancer, whatever. I mean, God bless them. But I think FIU is simply just the better team. I think the wrong team's favored here. Ooh. I'm going to take FIU plus a two and a half. So why don't you take a minus two and a half? Oh, I'm, I'm, tease that line. No, no, I might please, please that, it, please please that it into what that would make it minus four and a half. Four, yeah, sure. four and yeah. a half. Beautiful. I, I love FIU here. I think they roll. Pullman? Yeah, I like Arkansas State. I think FIU already won their national championship, beating Miami. I don't think they want to travel up to uh, Montgomery. middle Montgomery, middle of Alabama, South Alabama to go play a bowl game. Now, there's anything wrong with I think the they'll be happy Alabama. to go play in a bowl game, but I think when they saw their location, they'll probably be a little down. And I'll say this, Little Rock to Montgomery, it's basically the same city. It's basically a home game from Arkansas State. <laughs> They're used to seeing decrepit buildings that are built in the 60s. Uh, they look like they were built for Soviet bombs. I love Arkansas State here. Which brings us to our next game, one of our favorite cities, Bagman's favorite city, the Vegas, Las Vegas Bowl. Oh, yeah. Boise State playing Washington. Washington minus three and a half, over under 50. Chris Peterson revenge game. Bags, tell me. So, yeah, this is Chris Peterson is retiring from the coaching game after this game. His last game coaching Washington. Maybe it's, I think he's gonna be the, he's gonna try to move to Southern California and be the next USC head coach whenever they fire the loser that's at USC right now. It is a revenge game. It's very weird that his last game ever he's matched against his old team in Boise State. I don't I can picture just close your eyes and picture the end of this game. If you picture anything else besides both teams carried him off the field, you're crazy. No, I was gonna say no, <laughs> no, no. His team that he's coaching carrying him off the field in Washington. He's gonna be carried off the field. They're gonna give him a nice send off against his old team, Chris Peterson. I, I literally cannot visual in a bowl game any other ending to this game. If it happens the other way, whatever. But it's a perfect ending. It's a perfect script to a perfect ending, whatever. I'm taking Chris Peterson and a small favorite here, Washington. Um, well, Jesus, I've, I've been loving me some dogs so far, and I will continue to do so. I understand it's Chris Peterson's last game as a coach. The Pac-12 sucks in bowl games. They're, they're uh, 33% against the spread in the in the past 10 years in bowl games, I believe. Uh, sorry, uh, let, let me apologize. Pullman ripped my notes in half right prior. 
Uh, so he all, said I could. Well, I did say he adversity, could. Adversity, adversity, remember? adversity. But all I all I can uh, say is Boise is twelve and one. I like Boise here. Pullman. Yeah, I love Washington. I, this is what I said. I think both teams are going to carry them off the field this last game. Uh, Boise State is known as the Basque country of uh, America. The Spanish love their wine up there. They're little emotional people. I think the Boise people will be drinking some Coke and red wine. Ooh, and we'll Coke. Coke and red wine, baby. Uh, they'll carry them off the field as well. I love Washington here. Any other inputs on this game? I got nothing. All right, so next we're on to the New Orleans Bowl. Number 20, App State versus UAB. UAB catching 16 and a half, over under set at 40 point, 48 and a half. Uh, what, do you, what do you boys think? Yeah, uh, in this game, I absolutely love the amount of points UAB's getting. I absolutely love their coach. I thought there's a chance he'd get a Power 5 gig. I understood there wasn't a lot open this year. Uh, App State lost her coach to uh, Missouri. Fun fact, he uh, his prep speech he still said about winning uh, his old conference. Not the greatest sign for Missouri. Not but, the best um, look. But, you know, it's Missouri, so what do we really expect from them? Honestly, uh, if they won whatever conference that is, that's probably a win for Missouri. Yeah, the CUSA, um, they got their boats kicked in by FAU, but that's just Lane Kiffin being one of the top three coaches in the country. Mm-hmm. I love them getting – oh, this is so many points. This is so many freaking points. It's insane. The I also, biggest spread The biggest spread in the bowl game. You've got a coach who left versus one of the best coaches in America who his players respect getting 16.5 of points. I don't care. It, honestly, UAB could be playing almost anyone in the country, and you say, give me 16 and a half points, I'll take them. Love it. Bags. So, yeah, let me uh, tell you to hold your horses right there, because I've had a little birdie come up to me and say, UAB's quarterback might be academically ineligible, a la Jameis Winston back in the day. So keep keep your ear to the ground there. This game isn't until Saturday, so they won't release that kind of knowledge until right before the game. But if UAB's quarterback is ineligible, you need to make sure you adjust your picks accordingly. But either way, I'm still taking the under here. I love the under. Both teams play at a very slow pace. Uh, UAB, even with their starting quarterback, only scored three points against the very well-coached Lane Kiffin, Florida Atlantics. Granted, he had an incredible scheme against him. He's one of the best coaches in the nation. But I still think it's going to be a low-scoring game. Appalachian State's very slow on offense. I like the under of 48 here. Boomer. I, I agree with exactly what Pullman said. Uh, too many points. Lost their coach. I really have nothing else to say. I'm taking UAB here. Too many points. Next game, we got a little Gasparillo by morning. <laughs> Gasparillo's where I'll be. Jesus Christ. All right, so we have UCF against Marshall in the, in the uh, Gasparilla Bowl. Uh, Marshall is catching 17.5 points. Over under set on at sixty one points. I hate the points. I hope the hook goes down. But regardless, take UCF defending our two years ago national champions playing in their great home state of Florida. Short little drive to Tampa to a little rival USF campus. Uh, take them minus the points. UCF is also this is kind of a letdown season for them. I mean, they rode off the high of claiming their national championships, being undefeated. Then they had a one loss season last year, and now they have a three year uh, a three loss team right now. I feel like they're a little let down. They're not as hyped up about it. That's why I like Marshall. I'll take the points. I'll take uh, seventeen and a half. Bagman, I agree with you. Marshall's head coach is six and zero straight up and against the spread in bowl games. I know they're a big underdog here, but I like Marshall here. Their head coach knows something about preparing his team for bowl games. Six and zero against the spread in bowl games. I'm taking Marshall and taking those points. 
Our next game is on Tuesday, December 24th, Christmas Eve for all you folks at home. Late night game after you go to Christmas Eve Mass, Hawaii Bowl, 8 o'clock p.m. on ESPN, BYU versus Hawaii. Hawaii playing at home, of course, like they always do. BYU is a two-point favorite, over-under of 64. I'll go ahead and start us off. Hawaii is 13-26 and 26 against the spread as a home team since 2014. That is 13 and 26. Not a great spread team at home. I'm taking BYU here. I love the Cougs. They're a very good team. Their head coach this year has been very good to them. They've come back since he's uh, their for his first year here. I like the Cougs going all the way to beautiful Hawaii to take on the Rainbow Warriors. Yeah, I, honestly, I might fight you on who's the home team here. BYU's got so many players from even further west than Hawaii. Um, and they're all like 30 years old. Yes, uh, you got to figure the age difference is big. I love BYU here. This game feels wrong being at 8 p.m. instead of 11 p.m. Uh, I kind of wish this was when Santa was delivering presents on the uh, East Coast. I'll surrender the two points. I'm, I'm kind of disgusted right here. I'm taking Hawaii out of principle. Mm. Me and uh, Pullman here, we've had so much pleasure watching them play at 2 a.m. on Facebook Live. I, I, I can't go against them. Even though I've bet against some of those games, they've given me so much pleasure. I've got to take them plus two points. I've got to, I just have to. It might be like an overplay just because like I love Hawaii overs. Exactly. All right, so next game we got up is the Independence Bowl. La Tech versus Miami. Miami's minus six, over-under set at 50. I'll jump in here, uh, La Tech, all day. If you tell me those kids from Miami had any dream of playing in a bowl game, and you said, what bowl game, point to any on this map, would you like least to play in? It would be Shreveport number one. Because at least in Detroit, you got uh, some good casinos. Shreveport, you got casinos with people in oxygen tanks. You think Tate Martell is going to show up in this game? You're high. He'll still be in Miami. Uh, who do so, you got? yeah, I looked into this as well because I was like, why the hell would Miami ever get up for this game in Shreveport, Louisiana? But, 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 Miami's captains, they're, they're leaders on the team, two senior linebackers. They're going to they're gonna want to send them out right. I'm, a big about, I'm all about motivation here. Manny Diaz, very good at motivating his team, especially in down situations like going to Shreveport, Louisiana. I'm going to take Miami. I know it's a little bit of a, a like, what in the world is Miami doing in Shreveport, but I'm going to lay the six here and take them and their senior linebackers, send them off right. What, 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 what if you have to add this? Danny Boyd Kane will not be in attendance. Uh, and that's probably a that, that's probably that, that is a red flag right there. I think that's better. I think that's no. Better. Danny Boyd Kane went up to to Pittsburgh when they played fucking Pitt. That dude's a diehard fan. That that is that is an alarming stat. Yeah, I think Danny Boyd Kane's kind of like a, a like a like a scarlet letter for the entire program. Well, I, but also I'll say that LaTeX they're in. Bagman, help me out. Rustin. Rustin, which is 30 miles away. This is going to be pretty much a home game for them. And I agree with what Pullman was saying earlier. I mean, if you're, if you're going to Miami, you're thinking like, oh, we're going to be big time. Like, we're going to bring back the U. Like, this is going to be badass. It's Orange but, but it's Bowl, not, it's like, Daddy, I, or No, bus. no, no. I've, I've, I've been to that bowl game, and I can tell you Shreveport is one of the – it's the armpit of America. It's one of the shittiest towns I've ever been in. Miami's not going to be excited at all to be there. La Tech will be excited to be there. So I'll take Law Tech 100%. So our next game, the Quick and Lane, Quick Lanes Bowl, Eastern Michigan versus Pittsburgh. I have absolutely nothing for this game, so I'll take Pitt minus 10.5. I don't know anything about either of these teams, but I'm fading the Max. The Max sucks in bowl games. I'm taking Pitt minus 
Yeah, uh, Eastern Michigan playing in Detroit. Give me the Michigan team in Detroit getting the points. Uh, Ten the hook. Love it. Who you got, Boomer? I'm the same way. Fuck it. I'll take the over 49. Ooh. Also, why is this not the Little Caesars Bowl anymore? Yeah, what can the we, hell is can that? Can we circle that up? Like, Little Caesars, get your shit back together. What, also, what is Quick Lane? I don't even know what that is. Is that a bowling alley? I think it's, I think it's mortgages. Like, yeah. But regardless, Little Caesars, if you want to sponsor bowling more, 10K our way. You Better say, if you want to sponsor something, sponsor a podcast. Pick your poison podcast. PPY Bowl. But speaking of sponsors, are you looking to bring some people somewhere for your Christmas holiday? Coworkers? Family, friends, loved ones, well, do I have the place for you? It's known as the Asian Hooters, also known as Benihana's. The greatest service, the inventors of the onion volcano, Benihana's. Get sake, get drunk, bring some waitresses home, you forget their names, Benihana's. They'll stack that, they'll stack that, those onions up in a nice little choo-choo lane train. You'll be able to celebrate the lane train at Benihana the way Christmas should be celebrated. All right, so we're going to get into our uh, our Friday slate, December 27th. First game at noon on ESPN. North Carolina versus Temple. Temple is a four-and-a-half-point underdog over under at 53. Boomer. All right, so I kind of think bowl games mean a little bit more to Temple football than North Carolina football. They give North Carolina gives a shit about basketball or whatever, but Temple, this means a lot. Temple is a physical they're a tough fucking team. So I'm going to take them plus four and a half. Pullman? Yeah, military bowl. Simple. North Carolina, Coward State. South Carolina's got all the military. Temple, original military school. Give me the original military school. Getting points in the military bowl, that's all I got. Not so fast. You do not realize this game is not at Lincoln Financial, so Temple does not have the advantage playing in Lincoln Financial. Also, this is the first bowl game in four years for North Carolina. They've, they're they're fired up to play. Also, the highest recruiting class. But wait, also who's who's their offensive coordinator? Um, Gino uh, Gino Salem. Phil Longo. Phil Longo. I forgot that. Wrong. Loser. Phil it, Longo. It, it, is Phil Longo a good offensive coordinator? No, he's not. No. But but they're rolling high. They're riding high. The the highest recruiting class in North Carolina history. They just they just secured this week. I think it's a it's a big momentum game for North Carolina. They're riding high. They're going to have a lot of people there. I like North Carolina here. I'm fading Pullman and Boomer here. Bagman should stick into it because he already highlighted it on his sheet, and he can't go back now. Oh, no. I don't that, that's, a, that's a fact. No, Otherwise, you would because you didn't even know he if was it was in Lincoln Financial, If it was in Lincoln Financial, I'll take Temple. If it's at the link, you they're, always got to They're going temple. to go, go, go up there and punch them in the, right in the fucking mouth, and North Carolina pussies are not going to know what to do. All right, loser, me and you, me and you, Boomer. Loser cannot shave for a week. That's easy for me. That's how you, damn, yeah, you, you don't have any facial hair. Damn it. All right. Well, we'll move on to the next game, the Pinstripe Bowl. Michigan State versus Wake Forest. Wake Forest catching four and a half here. Over under at 50. Pullman, what you got? Yeah, if you'll notice, I hate the ACC based on my picks. But I hate Michigan State just as much. I think they're the biggest fraud team in the country this year. Give me Wake Forest getting four and a half. Honestly, Yankee Stadium, historic. Wake Forest, historic. If you forget, Wake Forest isn't in Wake Forest. They moved to their campus. People forget that. Give me Wake Forest getting four and a half. You said Wake Forest is historic, which blows my mind. They're not historic at all. I'm taking Michigan State as well here, but I also like the under because neither one of the teams can score. And also, Wake's QB is questionable. Their best player is questionable. It's going to be a low-scoring game. I'm taking under 50. Definitely, maybe Michigan State as well. I'm not entirely sure. I'll wait until I get the Wake QB news, but I'm definitely taking the under either way, under 50. I just brought out my orange Sharpie Ooh. because, well, one, I like Wake Forest. 
plus four and a half. Uh, because Michigan State has scored uh, under 20 points in five of the last seven games. And you're adding some more facts on top of me. And so that's why I also love the under, but I'm also going to take Wake Forest plus four and a half. Oh, fading us with the Wake Forest game. All right, so the next game we got is the Texas Bowl. Oklahoma State versus Texas A&M. A&M minus seven, over-under set at 54. This is easy. This is easy. This is the easiest bet of the week. A ranked team as an underdog. Why is a ranked team an underdog? It makes no sense. Why would I bet a ranked team? The system. The system. Amber alert. Amber alert. I mean, we're taking the favorite as against a ranked team. I'm taking AM, laying the seven. I don't give a fuck. I'm taking AM. Don't even need to say anything else. Ranked team as an underdog. Yeah, all I gotta say is Mike Gundy against an SEC team. Take, Loses me, every time. Give me the SEC team. Also, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm with y'all as well. Uh, Oklahoma State has gotten torched. Their secondary has gotten torched at the end of the season. They also have a backup quarterback who's played all right, but still still backup quarterback. And then also have Amber Alert written all over this. So I will take Texas A&M minus seven. Love it. Let's move on. Next we have the Holiday Bowl. USC, number 22 USC versus number 16 Iowa. Uh, Iowa's minus two, uh, over-under set at 52 points. So, Iowa's most winning coach in the history of the program, Hayden Fry, died yesterday, died on Wednesday. So, they're going to be have full eyes, clear hearts, cannot lose. They're going to have a patch on their jersey for Hayden Fry. Also, USC, like I said about uh, North Carolina having the highest-ranked recruiting class they've ever had just secured on signing day the other day, USC's recruiting class is ranked 78th. 78th for USC, which is crazy Wait, low. what? Yeah, yeah. Their, their recruiting oh? class, USC's recruiting class was ranked 78th. Wait, did USC's, USC's no. coach did not get fired? Did not get fired. They retained they, everyone. And that's how that is wild. That's that's how much momentum. That you should be fired immediately because of that. That's how much that's how much momentum USC has going into this game. So I'm taking Iowa with their with the most winning head coach dying and USC just squandering away their total existence. Will Ferrell's pissed that USC is Jesus. sucking so bad. They're 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 Bowling Green is ranked ahead of them at 77th in recruiting this year. So I'm taking Iowa here, oh laying the two God. points. Yeah, that's how bad USC is. All going. right, so I I, I I I hate to be a pile on guy, but so Iowa's allowed less than 200 yards in nine of their last 12 games, uh, and USC relies on the pass. USC they also make a bunch of turnovers, 14 interceptions with nine in uh, their four losses, Long. and Iowa forces a shit ton of turnovers. I love Iowa here. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah, the whole state of Iowa is going to be in San Diego for this bowl game. Feed it to me, feed it to me all day. USC's a dead duck walking. That's all I got. In the next game, my favorite bowl game of the college football season. I know it's only been in existence for two years. Let's reminisce, though. Last year's Cheez-It yeah, Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reminisce on last year's, though. Last year's Cheez-It Bowl. Final, 10 to 6. Seven. 9 to 6. 9 to 6. No, 10 to 7. It was 10 to 7. Nine, nine interception game, the best worst game I've overtime. ever watched. Overtime as well. Double overtime, I believe. Double overtime that ended with seventeen total points. Best worst game I've ever seen. I want Boomer to jump in this. Give me your input on the cheese it. So I, I think, I think Air Force here cannot handle the air raid. Ironically enough, 
I think Wazoo is going to throw it all over that. Wow, so you, you don't think our United States Air Force can handle an air raid, huh? It's pretty anti-truth. Well, I'm very I, I, I hate that. Well, I hope the Russians or whoever, the Chinese, they're not listening. Well, fuck. Actually, they we, we, actually we know they are after the deleted podcast. But I hate to give them this inside things, but inside information, but. Air Raid can kill Air Force. Uh, I'll take plus three. My stats say Mike Leach is 1-8 against the spread in his last nine bowl games. That is a wonky line right there. I don't know. What's going on with Mike Leach? He's probably, you know, during bowl season, he's probably researching pirates or looking up impeachment stats or something. I'm taking Air Force as well, not because they can't they can't stop an air raid. They definitely can stop an air raid. It's the United States Air Force. They can stop any air any air attack that can come at them. But because Mike Leach is 1-8 against the spread in his last nine bowl games, I'm going with Air Force here. Yeah, uh, have you guys ever watched those Cheez-It commercials with the Cheez-It wheel? Oh, yeah. It, if you could describe them in any terms, would you say Agent of Chaos is probably Naturally. the best? Oh, yeah. This bowl game is just the uh, incumbent of what he is, an Agent of Chaos. Give me the under 68. Ooh. Feed me that all day. That is screaming Air Force is going to run the ball. Under is going to hit. Honestly, we might get another triple overtime game of a 69 final. Feed me, feed me chaos. Favorite bowl game of the season. And we'll roll that into the best slate. Saturday, December 20th. Woo! First game. Let's go, boys. From Pick Your Poison headquarters, 901. Our Memphis Tigers are playing the Penn State Nittany Lions in Dallas. Historic Cotton Bowl Stadium. Penn State, six and a half point favorite. Boomer, tell me, what do you have? All right, so I love Penn State here. Let me tell you why. Memphis, once again, has gotten all emotional. I think the, the, uh, the players are too busy writing love letters to their former coach because they get so emotional anytime anyone fucking leaves them. And also, Franklin is a fucking asshole. And he also has he, – he's not like the caliber of like – Clemson, Alabama, whatever, where they can just slack off in a bowl game. He has to fucking go up there and show show what he's worth. He's got, I think they're going to kick the shit out of Memphis. And I mean, M- Memphis is also the same team that barely beat a shitty-ass Ole Miss team. Granted, first game of the year, but it was a very shitty game. I, I think Memphis is very overrated. Uh, I love Penn State here. I'd never, ever bet against a... Uh, Team playing in their biggest bowl game ever. Have you all seen Memphis's helmets for this game? Listeners, listeners, this is a live showing of Memphis's helmets for this game. Look at that. Woof. I don't give a fuck. What? The 901 with the cotton? Yes, they're zero. so gay. Those they're too busy sexy. crying about their old coach. Penn State doesn't care about this game. Penn State thought they should be in the playoffs. They wish they would have been in the playoffs. This is the biggest game in they Memphis history. They might be history. still writing love letters to Zebo and them. This honestly, is the, this is the biggest game in Memphis history. They're going to show up here, catching seven, six and a half. I think it's gone up since this this recording. Six and a half is what we have. I'm taking the underdog here. Give me Memphis wearing the fresh ass 901 Cotton Bowl helmets, getting their their new head coach who's all fired up, trying to show stake his claim on the program. I'm taking Memphis. I'm taking the underdog in their biggest game in program history. Pullman. Yeah, all I gotta say is James Franklin loves to run the score up on bad teams. If he ever gets a chance to put his throat, his foot on the throat, he'll do it. Penn State minus six and a half, and from that will lead into the infamous Camping World Bowl. Mm. Notre Dame playing Iowa State. Notre Dame three and a half point favorite. Bags. So yeah, Notre Dame 
Parlaying off Penn State not giving a shit about what game they're in, Notre Dame definitely doesn't give a shit to go down to Orlando and play in the Camping World Bowl, as opposed to Iowa State, who uh, Matt Campbell has his team ready to play at all given times. I'm thinking uh, Iowa State here, another underdog, plus three and a half. I love it here. Notre Dame's not going to show up. Iowa State's going to be ready to play. Pullman. Fun fact, uh, Camping World Stadium stocked their beer up with several cases of Bush Light, they know those Iowa State fans love it. They'll drink it all up. They'll drink the whole city of Orlando out, to be honest. Give me Iowa State getting three and a half here. Notre Dame fans are probably being like, huh? Not a big bowl game against Iowa State? They won't show up. So I'll take Notre Dame here, minus three and a half. Notre Dame 7-3 as favorites against the spread. Iowa State, they beat a bunch of shitty teams. They beat six teams that did not have a winning record. Barely scraped by beating Texas. I, I feel like Iowa State is very overrated, so I'm going to take Notre Dame here. So let's move into our next game. We'll so, move, yeah. move into the playoffs. College playoffs. football, the college football semifinal. Semi so this is going to be the end of this segment of the podcast. The first, After these two games. The first leg, yeah. The, the, the two semifinal games will, we will end the first leg of the podcast of bowl season with these two, the biggest games of the entire uh, bowl season until the championship. We will be back next week with our reg- rest of the bowl season podcast. If you want to see our entire slate of picks for the entire bowl season, <coughs> tune into our Twitter, uh, our Twitter following at Pick Poison Pod. We will have a spreadsheet of all of me, Bagman, Pullman, and Boomer's picks all for the entire bowl season. If you just can't wait to get your picks in, we'll have every single game picked and dialed up. So we're gonna move into the. Peach College Bowl. football semifinals, the Peach Bowl in Atlanta. Number one, LSU, minus 13 against number four, Oklahoma, and Jalen Hurts. Over-under set at 60, 76. Pullman, what you got? I think LSU minus 13. Love it. I think Oklahoma's overrated this year. Uh, I don't think they're really beating anyone. Honestly, I would have loved for Utah to have beaten Oregon to squeak in. I think that would have been a way better game. Way more, like, you know, way way better for the public. For the first leg of this playoff, I think LSU's still going to ride high what they have. They're a great team. Jared Burrow is deserving Heisman winner. Give me them minus two touchdowns. Who do you have? Boomer. I feel like I feel like LSU is a team of destiny right now. I mean, I mean, seeing seeing uh, Joe Burrow and Ordron in the, at the Heisman ceremony that that got me a little teared up. And and I'm and it's kind of crazy seeing that guy who used to be fucking our coach. Wild, wild. But I think LSU is team of destiny. I love them. I'll I'll, I'll take the thirteen or I'll give up the thirteen points. Yeah, I like LSU here, but but I think Oklahoma could backdoor this. So I'm taking LSU on the first half line. First half like line that. minus like nine and a half. I like LSU in the first half line. I might even take them first quarter too. They're going to score a shit ton of points in the first two possessions. But this could be like an Oklahoma Georgia game a couple years ago. The, the same that I, I could see that being the same type of situation where Oklahoma gets up fast. I don't up see it. Real I don't fast. see it. I see. I see LSU scoring their first two touchdowns in their first two possessions. I like LSU first quarter and first half. I like the under here as well. Seventy six is a shit ton of points for a college football semifinals. A lot of time to prepare for both defenses. So I'm going to take the under and the first half, first quarter, LSU. I might take full game as well, but you'll uh, you'll you'll see that on the Pick Your Poison Twitter feed if I do so. Anything else for the first semifinal game, boys? 
No, I mean, I'm, I'm on LSU. All of us are on LSU. That SEC bias coming through. The Fiesta Bowl is the second half of the college football semifinal slate. Number two, Ohio State versus number three, Clemson. Clemson favored by two over under at 63. What do you think, Boomer? Um, I think this is going to be a hell of a game. Cause I do, I, too. A, a lot Way better people, than the first one. I, I feel like most of the public is probably going to be on uh, Ohio State. Ooh, because, no. No? Not so fast. Is, is that not true? It's, it's a little bit early, but the public is already siding with Clemson. That's why it's moved from a pick oh. to minus two. Oh, then I, then I like that even better. Because I, I was thinking most people would take Ohio State plus two points. But, I, I mean, I think this is going to be a really close – I think this is going to be a great game. Like, this is going to be a very fun game to watch. I'm going to take Ohio State – I could see them maybe losing by by one, or it's gonna, or they might win. Like, I, I, it's gonna be a good game. That's all I can say. And uh, so, but I'll just roll with Ohio State. Yeah, Coleman. Uh, give me Clemson. Uh, Clemson's the most complete team in college football. They remind me of those early Bama teams, but with a quarterback, with a coordinator who's not a coward to call deep plays. Uh, Clemson, they ain't they ain't played no one this year, Paul. But guess what? That means their whole team's healthy. Give me them and an important game set up. This is a definite year where I think they're going to repeat. That's my Fiesta Bowl and college football playoff picks. So, yeah, I'll go ahead and I'm siding with Boomer here. I like Ohio State, but like you said, Pullman, Clemson ain't played nobody. They're going to get punched in the mouth to start the game. Ohio State's going to come out firing. Another first-half play. I like Ohio State first-half money line here. I think they're going to come out firing. They're going to punch them in the mouth. Clemson hadn't been punched in the mouth all year. They haven't played a team like Ohio State. They're going to have to recalibrate at halftime to come back and win this game. I think they could win this game. It's too close to call for the full game. But I do like Ohio State in the first half. I also like the full game over. 63, way too few points here. I like the over here. Both teams can score. Both teams can sling the ball. Both quarterbacks are, are future NFL quarterbacks. I think they can run up the score on whoever they want. Over 63, as well as Ohio State in the first half. I'll also say, though, I, I like that first half play because I kind of feel like it might be like Ohio State against uh, Wisconsin in the uh, championship. Yes. Because, like, Ohio State had never uh, faced any adversity like that. So that's a good way to hedge, hedge yourself. If you really do like Ohio State, take them also in the first half. Because Clemson might get punched in the face, and and maybe you know they don't know how to react second half. Whatever championship pedigree can regroup at halftime, but in the first half they're gonna punch them out. Yes, they're gonna yes. play a team they've never they haven't played anyone all season. They're gonna play a team that's been better than anyone they've played all season. They're gonna punch them out, and they're gonna get rattled a little bit. Might come back and win, but Ohio State's gonna be winning at halftime. That's that, that is a great call. So that's it, boys and girls, for the first half of the Pick Your Poison podcast. Definitely be ready to tune in come Wednesday or Thursday of next week after Christmas for the second half of the Pick Your Poison podcast for the rest of the bowl games, for the for the, uh, the New Year's Six Bowls, the whole uh, the after college football playoff, and then come in once the college football semifinals are decided, tune in for our championship preview. See you all next week. <laughs> <laughs>